I'm ready. Okay. All right. I'm already. Is this the show? I started like five minutes ago. <laughs> I start earlier every week. I've been doing the show since Wednesday. <laughs> joke works even better when we come out on Thursdays. <laughs> So, did you guys get your brand new um, iMac Pros? Everybody yeah, got one? it's right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, nice. I, you know, mine was really cheap. Um, it, all <laughs> it was was the cost of one can of space gray paint. Ah, I am more of uh, an iMac amateur, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I didn't get right. the pro. You got to maintain that amateur status to compete in the Olympics, right? Yeah, exactly. I want to be. <laughs> yeah, um, I, it's not a dream team situation where it's NBA stars playing basketball. It's not that. I don't know. The, the iMac Pro looks great. Looks expensive. I like that you can only buy the black accessories if you get the iMac Pro, but you can't otherwise have them. I think that's funny. Otherwise, Space it, just it wouldn't match your, your iMac. That'd be silly. Yeah, but it could match my laptop, which is what I use. That'd be silly. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. I imagine Who they'll make them that? available at some point, but I can also see keeping them exclusive. Do you think they will? I don't know. Yeah. Don't know. Why not? I mean, people will buy them. I think they're going to sell for a pretty I'm sure penny people on would eBay. Buy them. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I I think uh I think Apple would I might consider doing that. I don't know the um I had a conversation yesterday I was on a doing a little radio segment and they asked me like why the iMac Pro is so expensive and I was like I mean, it's not for most people, right? Guys. Yeah, yeah and I mean I believe our you know, our good friend Marco um was commenting on Twitter that if you price this stuff out on a PC, it's pretty comparable it's not that far off right i mean this is real i don't have any good friends stuff. named marco <laughs> <laughs> i was talking to dan oh, <laughs> i've got a i go by marco sometimes oh i see um so is anybody buying one you guys buying one no i just no. bought an imac mm. perfectly 5K? happy with my iMac. i don't have i don't have i don't have that much that much cash lying around <laughs> i i just i just don't buy desktop macs anymore like it does I don't even feel like I'm missing out on having it because I bought an iMac. I used it for like a solid year and then I stopped using it because I just the, the laptop was with me everywhere and I hate having to recreate my workspace and get back to where I was. Well, you, know, you also want... you move around a lot more. I mean, John and I are are locked <laughs> in fair. solitary rooms. <laughs> We're house house ridden. House ba- under house arrest. Uh, now, do you also have laptops that you guys use or are you desktop yeah, only? I have an I have an Air. I have an Air and an iMac. I have a MacBook Pro. I, mean, yeah, I have a MacBook Pro. I mean, I, I mostly, which I mostly use. I mean, I, and I use it <laughs> throughout the house. Our office is Bold. mostly MacBook Pros and MacBook Airs, and the MacBook Air battery life is so much better. And people are like, "What makes yours better?" I'm like, "Nothing. It's <laughs> it's the fans go louder than yours, and the battery dies quicker. It's great. You should get one." <laughs> is that the 13? Uh, this is specifically. If, please, if memory serves, please be specific. It's it is a Retina 15 inch mid 2015 MacBook Pro. Okay, 2.5 gigahertz Intel Core i7. <laughs> if memory serves, what I've been interested in is that. So I was writing uh, something for the Six Colors magazine last month where I talked about my hardware and was thinking I refreshed almost all of the hardware I own, all the Apple hardware I own in the last year, with the exception of my MacBook Air, which is mm-hmm. a 2014 11 inch model because they don't, so they don't make the 11 inch anymore. Can't get it, yeah. uh, and I'm I'm kind of like am I'm in like probably from my cold dead hands territory. But I was impressed to as I was like doing some research <laughs> and comparing it, 
with the current 13-inch MacBook Pro, uh, it's not that much smaller, which impressed me. Like, the 13-inch MacBook Pro is actually pretty close footprint-wise to the 11-inch Air, which surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. Um, It's, like, a little bit heavier. It's a little bit deeper. um, And it doesn't... Because the Air has the angled shape, it's thinner at its thinnest point. But it's thicker at its thickest point than the than the pro is the whole way. So if they if they do pry your old one from your cold dead hands, <laughs> would those cold dead hands still be able to use touch ID or do they require face ID? <laughs> uh you know, I haven't tested that. But uh That can be arranged. Yeah. Let's it's a one time test sort of thing. <laughs> How's your face ID doing, Dan? Uh better the listeners want to know oh do they no, i don't think they do i don't think <laughs> you anybody. never took it to the apple store right you never no, visited you I'm never not did going, i'm not going to the apple store i'm not going to. <laughs> Jesus, do you feel wow. like the ios updates helped or better about it isn't he i i'm not gonna go wait for two hours in apple store the genius bar like appointments around here are insane it really is like a huge chunk of the day and it's not something where i'm like gonna go in and be like yeah my face ID doesn't work sometimes <laughs> even if you make an appointment they like they don't oh, yeah. have your appointment time oh they do they try but That's like horrible. the volumes are are incredibly you have to book like weeks out to get like an yeah. an actual appointment. Yeah. It's just it's just frustrating, and it's not. Listen, if you come to New Jersey to watch that new Star Wars movie with me, um, my Freehold Raceway Mall does not seem to have this problem. We'll go. We'll so. go. You and me. We'll go to the Apple Store together. Yes, it's right by the movie theater. Actually, we can pick <laughs> it a twofer. You could go, to, and then you can go to Raceway Park. Yes, and we, that's from the other show. And yeah. then we can go to Raceway Park. <laughs> There's a lot happening here. It'll be an afternoon. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, y- honestly, it's it's felt like it's working better i have had run into certain like the other day i was walking uh down to the uh i was i ran a 5k the other day and we were walking down to the the race which is like eh, maybe this I'm, guy quickly yeah, yeah really i'm taking I'm, care of his that's body me. And stuff. that's me uh i i don't stay this young forever so i'm using it <laughs> while i got it uh but i was walking down to uh, the it. race start which was about a mile away and it was very very cold it was like 20 degrees and I kept trying to use Face ID, and I was wearing, like, my sunglasses, which I know don't work with it, but I would, like, try to push the sunglasses up on my head, and it's like, nope, that's not far enough. I have to actually take them off, which is annoying. And then it was just giving me... It was having issues at times. Like, sometimes... I I don't know. Sometimes it works fine. Works perfectly fine. It's so fast, like, like Lex says, so fast you don't even notice it. Other times it seems to just get confused by certain things, and it's... But it's unpredictable is the thing. Like, and that's why I hate taking that, I hate taking any sort of intermittent problem into the Apple store, because invariably mm-hmm. it won't it's happen. It's not going to happen in the store, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. And I'll just look like an idiot, and I'll have wasted, you know, an hour or two. <laughs> so, I'm sticking with it. It's, it's fine. It's not something that I feel like is failing so much that it's impacted my life. So, so Lex, <laughs> I, I think, uh, I think it's okay. I think some of it may be our uh, different thresholds, and I think some of it may be it just doesn't like my face. There's yeah. one angle. I can't figure this out. There's one angle where, like, if I'm holding the phone and I'm kind of looking down at it, I think there's something about where, like, I'll tilt my head down slightly, and it will always unlock at that point. But, like, whatever angle is my default angle for holding the phone, it just doesn't like it. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. I, I was on the bus commuting into Manhattan today, and I saw a guy, and I was like, man, that is a nice-looking phone. And then, like, he went to another screen on his phone. I was like, oh, there's the notch. That's my phone. <laughs> it is a nice-looking phone. It is. And I got to say, I was writing up some thoughts about the end of the year for, for the, you know, Apple products this year. 
And I was thinking about the iPhone. I was like, yeah, oh yeah. I don't even notice the. I really, I have acclimated to the notch a hundred percent. I do not notice it. The only, gotcha. the only places that annoys me actively are the apps that haven't updated, which isn't really even a notch problem. It's just the apps that like, so Lex, you and I are playing uh, you, you say you still don't play uh, super Stickman golf on your iPhone. Correct. It's not great on the iPhone because it scales it in both direct, like, Oh yeah, you said that. Yeah, it gets, it's like a postage stamp. Exactly. It's much smaller, and every time I'm playing it, I'm like, "Why is why is this like this? Why?" I would like to apologize for our listeners for the plosives on my postage stamp. I did get a special microphone now for when I record remotely. Since the one time I was in the same WeWork that I'm in right now, I used that shitty microphone that everybody hated, especially Dan Morin. <laughs> so I bought the same microphone he's at home, but I don't have a a pop filter here. So get, I apologize for get my your, plosiveness. Get yourself a three dollar windscreen, man. It'll be fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, but I primed now this today. Like I remembered on the bus. Is this the ATR 2100? Is that what you got? It's exactly what it is. It's a good mic. It's a good mic. You throw a windscreen over that for like three, four bucks. And honestly, that's pretty, that's a pretty solid little microphone. And it does come with like a tripod and everything. I like that mic. It comes with a tripod, a USB cable, and an XLR cable. They, they're, I know, I know. That's, that is, that is good bang for your buck there. And it's a nice sounding mic. You sound great, Lex. This episode is brought to you by the ATR21. That's not true. <laughs> Do you guys know what it is brought to them by, though? Our listeners, this episode is brought to them by HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that shops, plans, and delivers your favorite step-by-step recipes and pre-measured ingredients so you can just cook, eat, and enjoy. Three of my favorite things to do. <laughs> With, with HelloFresh, all the ingredients are delivered right to your door in recyclable insulated packaging by recycled insulated people. I don't know if that's true, but it might be. But they come pre-measured, all the, all the recipes, in handy labeled meal kits so you know which ingredients go with which recipe. And HelloFresh offers a wide variety of chef-curated recipes that change weekly, including the Classic Plan, which comes with a wide variety of meat, fish, and seasonal produce, the Veggie Plan, vegetarian recipes with plant-based proteins, the Family Plan, which comes filled with family members to eat. No, it's quick and easy meals the whole family will love. Better yet, you can choose a delivery day that works for your busy schedule, and you can pause your account for weeks at a time. Um, there's so many optional things I can tell you about. I'm going to pick this one. Hall of Fame customer voted favorite. Some of the favorite meals people have gotten. The Juicy Lucy Burger with tomato onion jam and arugula salad. Premium selection for dinnertime upgrade. Lobster ravioli and shrimp with tomatoes and tarragon cream sauce. And here's a kid test recipe made specifically with families in mind. I loved this one. Easy peasy ravioli gratin with spinach, thyme, and Parmesan breadcrumbs. Those breadcrumbs are to die for. They've sent us food. We've cooked the food. I've eaten the food. Uh, my oldest helped make the food, and we had a good time. It was good food. It was good food. I, I'm a big fan of HelloFresh. But listen, it's not enough for you to just take my word for it. I want to save you $30. So to get $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter the promo code REBOUND30. That's the name of the show plus the number of dollars you get off, REBOUND30. So our thanks to HelloFresh. One more time, HelloFresh.com, promo code REBOUND30. There you go. Our work here is done. Bleep, bleep. So uh, <laughs> sitting in my, in my office right now is a, uh, an Apple TV 4K. Oh. But it's not for me. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's a Christmas present I bought for my parents, but it's sitting here taunting me watching. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I, I feel very, I have very mixed feelings about this product because although I don't agree with it and I don't have a personal use for it, I feel like it is the best option for replacing trying to get my parents to like do all of their streaming stuff in one box. That's how I feel. Yeah. I know, I know Lex is going to, is sitting over there. He's just thinking softly about his Roku. 
I do love my Roku. And the thing is, I almost never use the Roku now. I almost always, if we're upstairs, I'm always using just the TiVo's built-in Netflix and Amazon streaming options because it's just can't, as good. Can't help you with that. So uh, what what was it again that you love about the Roku over other things? Well, for a long time, what I loved about the Roku was just that it had more than Apple TV did. Like, it had Amazon for years right. and years. Right. Um, I also, I haven't used the latest Apple TV interface, but I found the interface on the app on the Roku was snappy and efficient and good. The remote had like good feel in my hand and easy to use buttons. Um, and uh, like you can go to the main search screen and search for the thing you want to watch. And it'll be like, oh, you can watch that with your Netflix subscription. Or if you want, you can pay two ninety nine at Amazon. Or if you have HBO Go, you can watch it here. Like it just it knows all the things. And I like that. It gets I don't know. I like the interface. I like the its use of metadata. I never metadata I didn't like, and I, um, I appreciated that it had all the sources I wanted. So that's that's what I liked about it. Okay, I just I mean I've used it, I've used it on my new TV a bit, but I haven't really, and I also feel like like some of the navigation uh, is confusing. It, it seems to want you to do different things to navigate through different parts of the system, but I mean I think it's I think it's good, but I again I mean I think at this point now that Apple has pretty much everything too there's not i'm probably gonna not spend that much time in the roku interface the uh well what you really need is our good friend at the uh the verge had a piece up today reminding me of a thing we talked about back in the spring which is the kava i think Mm -hmm. i sent you guys the link for this Mm -hmm. essentially it this thing is kind of insane because it's essentially a 400 hundred dollar box into which you plug all of your other set-top boxes and then it uses machine learning to navigate the interfaces on those boxes. It basically sounds like the ultimate, like, hacktastic way of trying to consolidate all your set-top box features into one single interface. And I just cannot believe that this is a thing. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, wood-paneled, too. It's kind of nutty. Yeah. I will say the one thing I liked in it, and this is the idea of a, like something that's just this crazy, is they've got special HDMI cables. They bundle one of these with it where you press something on it, and it's got a LED in it, and it, the LED lights up on both ends so you can see which is the right oh. HDMI cable. I'm like, that's a clever thing. You should just sell that, frankly. <laughs> like, yeah, really. <laughs> Pivot. You will, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Pivot the shit out of that. <laughs> you know, uh, what I love is that you can still, to this very day, and it's nearly 2018, by omnidirectional HDMI cables. And I just love that so much because it's awful. And I have seen people flummoxed by it multiple times. And I just think it's funny that they still exist. Why? Why make an omnidirectional HDMI cable? It doesn't make any sense to me. What do you mean by omnidirectional? Meaning only one end can contain the source and only one end can plug into the device that's going to be watching it. So, like, that's if a you thing? have one thing. Yes. Yes. They exist. Why? They that's don't that's, buy them uni, that's unidirectional. Oh, you're right. Yeah, I was, was going to say, yeah, that's why I, maybe yeah. that was why I was a yes. little confused. But I, still, yeah. I still am shocked that that is a thing. Yeah, I am yeah. too. I didn't even know that existed. I've never encountered that, I don't think. Um, I have seen it in real life three times. Twice at work events where like people had bought the HDMI cable and they bought the cheapest one they could find so that they could like put a laptop up on the bigger screen. <laughs> and, um, twice we it's ended got up the same connector with... on both ends, though? It's not like a yes, mini connector. Oh, my God. That's... Yeah. yeah. If you Google directional HDMI cables, you will see these are a real thing that exists wow. for unknown reasons. I will reasons. say, this is one of those things where... 
cables seem like one of those things that should be super easy. And what is fascinating about this is how bad we've had it in the last couple of years. Uh, specifically, I'm thinking also in addition to that kind of thing, um, USB C slash Thunderbolt cables, which apparently is just a morass yeah. of craziness. Yeah. Like, right. cause not every cable supports the same protocols. Not all USB-C cables support Thunderbolt, even though they use the same plug. Like, and that's one of the things I think that has held back some of the adoption of USB-C is that there are actually different implementations of all these cables. And it's, it's really tough to know if you're buying the right thing, especially if you're not technically savvy. Like there's a whole yeah. spreadsheet I think that our friend Glenn Fleischman has contributed to, which just lists like if you need I don't to have buy any friends named Glenn Fleischman. Like doesn't have a lot of friends, is what I'm learning today. <laughs> uh, but there's a whole spreadsheet, like extensive spreadsheet that's floating around out there. That's like if you're gonna buy a cable and you need these specs, like this is the cable to get. <laughs> and it's like if you need to have access to some obscure Google spreadsheet to find out which cable to buy, then something along the line has gotten seriously fucked up somewhere. I think I find Amazon really um, annoying from that perspective because you you can search on a specific term for the kind of thing that you're looking for, and it'll dump a whole bunch of other crap in there that's not that's the wrong cable and easily buy the wrong thing by accident. Yeah, I mean, but what's weird about it is that like it seems like we maybe we were just lucky in the usb era where it was like you bought a usb cable and like up to a certain point it was pretty much you got a usb cable it worked and then once you got like different standards and stuff like if you wanted faster data transfer speeds sometimes there were like cables that were usb2 compatible or not i mean i don't know it's it struck me as frustrating i remember back in the day when there was uh when firewire first hit the max and sony was doing its own version um oh God. and and you had different it was a totally different port shape and it had totally different like pin structure and you would need to that get tiny like, little, the yeah, tiny little the little ones, ones that would, a four yeah. four pin i think um yeah. and that was on what was on most of the dv cameras because sony right. obviously made dv cameras uh and so yeah god it was just so frustrating to buy the find find and buy the right cables for that sort of thing so i was kind of yeah. hoping we could avoid that this time around but seems not <laughs> <laughs> i um i'm wondering if you guys and this is like my secret shame to admit but if you guys have <laughs> Please, to do share it with our the listeners same the same like extra brain power that i need when you're debating whether what you have is a micro or a mini usb cable yes <laughs> okay I, i've managed like, to internalize this one but i'm very low on like things that still use the mini connector Oh, now you've yeah, got me second well, guessing myself. <laughs> the the the, R, the the microphone that we were talking about before, the Audio Technica, yeah, that one right now. That's a, is that uses a, mini. a USB Mini, yes, which is bigger than a USB Micro. Indeed. Adapter. Yeah, yeah, that's annoying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, this is a place where, in theory, at some point, you would hope everything goes to like USB C, but it won't be fast enough, and that will only be like by that point, we'll we'll be on to like USB D, right? Like, <laughs> we'll have moved on. Yeah. Yeah, I think I only have a couple things that take... I have both my mics take a mini, as does the Bluetooth speaker I, I most often use. Pretty much everything I ha- else I have takes a micro. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm lucky with my MacBook Pro that I don't have more complicated needs than than I do, because I, I don't seem to run... I, you know, I read about that problem, because some of the ports are... I mean, they're all they all look the same, but technically some of them are different. And 
Wait, I don't. So it has four ports, right? Yeah, right. Only some of them support Thunderbolt, or only some I don't of them... have any fun Thunderbolt devices, so I can't tell you. <laughs> okay, I thought what, that was the what, case. When you say some of them are different. Well, I know that some of them, like, I mean, like, the power, um, so you can power from any of them, but I think the front two maybe are different, like, accepted at a lower rate or something like that. You have a 13-inch touch bar model, right? Yeah. Okay. Four Thunderbolt 3 USB-C ports, according to this one. This is the current model, though. Is yours the current one, or is it like a... Like a... No, it's the it's the first one. Okay. I don't remember if that was different, but yeah. The, I'll, the I'll, current... check, I'll check into that, but that was, what, that was what I had heard. Okay. The one right now, it says that it says all of them support charging display port, Thunderbolt, or USB 3.1. So, yeah. But, it, okay. I mean, even the nomenclature is weird. It's like four Thunderbolt 3, parentheses, USB-C ports, and it's like... Yeah. Guys, <laughs> settle down over there. I don't know. I, I, I'm settling down. <laughs> he doesn't know any name, anybody named Settle Lex, Down. Yes. Rile up over there. All right. I'm riling up. All right. I'm riling up. There we go. The fun thing about recording a podcast in a phone booth in a WeWork is the number of people who look by and wonder what the fuck is happening. <laughs> <laughs> is that mission control? <laughs> Every time they accidentally open the door, you should be like, abort! Abort! Bail out! I hope you guys weren't planning on getting anybody any AirPods for Christmas or, or Hanukkah or whatever. Oh, no. Why is not? that? Well, if you wanted to get them for Hanukkah, you're too damn late because tonight's the last night and you waited yeah. too long. And that's well, as we that's, record. That's Who definitely, that's definitely a problem. But you can't get AirPods until January now. Ugh. Will they be in that fancy case that can go on the charger? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think those shipping will like, come out with that yet, right? Spring? I have to say, I did finally buy two, like, $10, maybe Samsung? No, probably not Samsung. Two $10, how do you pronounce it? Chi? Chi? Yeah. QI? Chi, yeah. Yeah. Chi, chi charging chi. thingies. And they were super cheap because, in part, they don't even come with the micro USB cable you need to use them. Um, or a power adapter for same. Um, but... Maybe they come with the the cable, but not the... I don't remember. They come with almost nothing. But it's awesome. And... <laughs> I didn't realize how great it would be to be able to just put my phone down and it's charging. Big fan. Big fan. That's all. Highly recommended. Okay. John, you should get that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll definitely do that and put my SE down on it and wait for it to charge. That sounds like something that I would do. <laughs> Why isn't this working? Yeah. So I got So I didn't get, I did not buy uh Karen AirPods for Christmas. Um, but uh, I did get her um, the Beats ones that have the the W one. Is that a Beats W one? Is chip. that a Beats X? Uh, yeah, or ten? Yeah. Maybe it's ten. No one knows. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's probably X. <laughs> Just to keep it straight. <laughs> I, you know, I briefly had a moment of thinking maybe I would buy those for myself because they were on sale at one point, and I had that, and I decided, man, yeah, I, I just don't know if I would like them enough, and I'm pretty happy with my headphones as they are, so. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping these will work for her. I mean, she, um, but because I think she would just, I think she would lose the, the AirPods, yeah. frankly. Um, but she, um, she does like having Bluetooth headphones. And so when I wanted to get her something that was going to be easier to connect and stuff. So 
Yeah, I considered doing that for my girlfriend, but she loses her headphones constantly. She basically, anytime, because yeah. I don't use the ones that come with the phones, I just keep like doling out all the new ones I get to her. Like, all right, another pair of earpods for you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think she would lose them. And she just she just destroys them too. And she also, yeah, she, yeah. she doesn't like them and she thinks they look dumb. So I can't, it's like, all right, well, I'm not going to get these for you. <laughs> Seems like a, like over three there. Karen kind of wants them, but uh, the AirPods. But um, I, I think also agrees that eh, she would probably lose them pretty quickly. So we will try these and see if uh, the situation improves. The complaint that I have about AirPods is like yesterday. I also was on the bus to Manhattan, and I left my AirPods at home, and they really don't work well at all. If you do that, so I'd like them to fix that. Like I want a, mm-hmm. I want a, a warning on my phone. You've gotten too far from your AirPods, which means you might be leaving the house without them. Because I would have turned around. <laughs> It's a long. I just. Ride. I mean. I, I mean. This is the benefit of you know working from home and being able to wear jeans all the time. I mean, I just put them in that little king, that coin pocket, and they're there all the time. So smart. I don't. I don't. I don't lose them or leave them. Look at look at this. I guy. think if I, if I could just like I could have a flap of skin that I could tuck them into. Okay. <laughs> well, moving right along. <laughs> that was gross. I'll I'll get there someday. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What I love about AirPods is that they sound great and they're portable and they clean the wax out of my ears. It's why it's really it's just <laughs> three, three for right I am there. a little concerned about the condition of my case. <laughs> it's because um, now it's picked up a, little, a bit of blue from from my jeans, and boy, the inside. I don't even want to talk about the inside. It's just fashionable, John. It's like it's like wearing yeah. jeans with rips in them. I guess so. all the kids are doing it. Sure, but I have started seeing people wearing them out. Oh, I do. I've um, seen a number of people. I usually think to myself, look at that doofus. <laughs> <laughs> and Apple Watches. I see Apple Watches all oh, over yeah, the place Oh, yeah, I see now. Apple Watches everywhere. I think I, the I guy who already... cuts my hair is an Apple Watch. The guy that was uh, checking me out at the grocery store the other day had an Apple Watch. Oh, come on. Every guy is checking you out at the grocery store. <laughs> 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 I meant this one guy in particular. Oh, nice. right. I'd argue that, you know, I agree. I, I think they've become much more prevalent, and I think they're, they've become almost as iconic. I was sort of tossing over in my head whether or not you know at some uh, whether or not they're going to refresh the form factor at some point and they've done a great job of just continually putting more and more power into the same essentially case and i don't know what that was but i'm just gonna know tim allen when you say more power on home improvement he would make that weird grunting sound oh god okay that's Uh, a reference for all our 90s fans yeah really What is the deal with airplane plane food? <laughs> yeah, we weren't. Do you guys remember Friends? Go back and look at. Go back and listen to our '90s era episodes. They were very different. <laughs> oh my god, we would only ever talk about like it's been a while. Another great stain song. It was good. Um, I cannot even remember what I was talking about. <laughs> that they keep adding more power to the watch, even though they haven't really yeah. changed the form factor significantly. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, this is horrible. This is the worst thing we have ever done. <laughs> um, so, uh, my point being, I think I feel like the Apple Watch has become kind of iconic in its mm. in its shape and form factor, and so it's a question of whether Apple would readily abandon that. Uh, not to say it won't couldn't make tweaks. Or what have you, but like in the same way the iPhone kind of became exactly. iconic. Exactly, that's what I was going to say. It's going to be exactly yeah. the same kind of evolution you see on the iPhone and the Mac and the iPad, where it's slow and steady. And not, even the iPhone 10 looks like every iPhone that came before it. Like I, I think this is this is true. But like I mean, if you compare the you know the all of the was it four? There have been four models of the Apple Watch essentially. 
I mean, yeah. Well, basically, the yeah. original, the one which is basically a retooled original, the two and the three, they're they're almost exactly the same, right? There's not even aside from that red dot on the cellular model, like there's basically no difference whatsoever from the original to the series three. Right. Yeah. It's minute. It's not even like going from the original iPhone to the iPhone three G, right? Like that actually changed quite a bit. The 3G and the 3GS were basically the same. So, like, the question is, is there a point at which it it evolves from what it's at right now more drastically? And I don't know. I, I'm, I'm curious to see if Apple decides it's going to roll out another watch next year, whether it's going to be a bigger change than the ones we've seen so far. Right. My guess is no. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not, I would not be surprised if they didn't change it at all. Like, that's kind of how I feel What watch face are you using these days, by the way? Uh, I toggle back and forth between utility and the uh, analog activity face. I, I, I've been using the Siri face a lot, and I decided just now, I don't know why I'm doing it, because it's like, it's always annoying. <laughs> I tried used, it, and I didn't like it. I yeah. used it for a little while, and and also got kind of frustrated with it. I'm modular all the way, baby. I just don't like wow. the, I like the analog. I don't like the digital face as much. Modernize, Dan. No. I, I don't modernize. <laughs> Are you using modular as well, Lex? It's a square. It's a square no, face. I'm, I'm, I'm using gonna the make good use of the whole oh, thing. The face. You're still so okay. I, I, you know, I did see the other day, and I meant to ask her about it. one of my cousins had the kaleidoscope face on hers. I was like, I, <laughs> I don't know why anybody uses that, but okay. I think Karen has that, or Karen has used the kaleidoscope, but she often had just has like like the flowers or something. So interesting i've used the photo faces actually i kind of like the photo faces yeah and that one um yeah. just because that is a watch feature that i feel like is something you can't get on your traditional watches like i like that customizability of it but yeah i haven't really tried i tried the siri one for a while and i liked parts of it but it was always a little bit dumb about what it was doing yeah which kind of describes siri as a whole <laughs> Wow! Have you guys had like? There's been a lot of people talking about random capitalization bugs in the the keyboard autocorrect. Yes, I do get uh, it a lot. I haven't, but I noticed that every time Hank texts me, um, like you know, can you you is one can you get me this this app or something like that? The can is always like it's like can you get me? <laughs> yeah, the autocorrect is super weird. I I tweeted this morning the one I had, which was I start to try started to type confirm and it changed and it, it to cool Biden? Bidens. <laughs> cool Bidens. I I get the random capitals and I think for me I've it's never often typed the personal pronoun you y o u and mm. it makes it look like I'm referring to the person as some kind of goddess goddess <laughs> creature. Like I really want to ask you something. <laughs> it also makes me think that maybe there's like some German influence because nouns will get randomly capitalized, which right. happens in German. Right. Um but yeah it's it's weird. I I don't know why autocorrect should get worse. I think But it does. I, I think that it's really I think it's Russian hacking. It's the Russians. The Russians. Mm-hmm. You think, you're gonna say you Russian. think it's machine learning yeah. gone awry. Yeah. I, I do think it is that. Uh, I yeah. think they've put too you much. You have to be here, Dan. I too much power. Okay, I go bleep bleep. Lex is very funny. I love his jokes. I like the new <laughs> Star Wars. I'm just doing all the Dan lines. Now. I got it. <laughs> I've never heard him say any of those things. Fine. I'm I'm being machine learned right now. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna have uh, me some machine learning. Do you, Dan, on your? I think I had this problem before the iPhone 10, but I can't remember now. Do you hit more returns than you want? God, when you're all texting the time. longer okay. all the time Did more on the 10 or no equal? 
I've had trouble with that for the last several iOS versions. Like they I moved don't the think keyboard I had arrangement at one point, and it just since then it's always either it's hitting whatever's in the bottom right, the touch target yes. for whatever is down there, because in, yeah. in Google search, also it hits you two months. Well, I I feel like I I do that. Well, okay, what do I know? I I don't know. I feel like I hit like the M key when I want to hit or hit space instead of M. I think that's what the, it is. The one that gets me is invariably like typing a Google search into the into Safari is just like I end up with periods next in between all my words instead of spaces. Like for whatever oh, reason, too, yeah. my my thumb just goes to where the like I have to move the the space bar is farther over. Like I want to hit just in the bottom right quadrant, and I have to like move it a little more towards the center of the screen because otherwise I just get periods. Like Google's smart enough usually to figure it out or the or the like predictive search algorithm where it's like, oh, you probably mean these words. <laughs> Uh, but it's annoying. It's annoying as hell. But the thing, the thing I find weird is that I mean, I've been typing on this size keyboard for basically forever, other than a brief stint with the um, forever the last ten years. With the, but forever with the six uh, six and six S. Um, or did I? Yeah, it's yeah, a real six success six story. Um, I've been off, using waxed. this with keyboard for you know. It just feels 10, like the keyboard 10 years. gets worse over time. You I know? Agree. It really does. I agree. And. Certainly, like, every once in a while, I don't know if you guys have had this, but every once in a while, autocorrect just stops. Like, it, this is very rare. Maybe once a year, autocorrect just stops working until I restart the phone. And then it's much worse. Like, it's much worse typing without autocorrect versus with, because there are just many words that I think we all type where we know we're not hitting the right characters, but the phone figures it out for us. Right. But the fact that it feels like it's actively slowing you down is bad. The number of times I do just, like, get words, the wrong word, like, it thinks it knows what I'm get, what I was trying to type, and even with, with things where I typed it correctly, and it's just like, yeah, you probably meant this word, and I'm like, what, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> That's not even a word. Uh, it's just, it, it is impressive how much that happens, and I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's, and I can't figure out why that hasn't been at least acknowledged or addressed in some way, which either makes me think. Are people at Apple just not seeing this? Does it work better in Cupertino? <laughs> uh, or is it just so individualized because whatever is doing the learning is different from phone to phone to phone that, you know, it, it's not true for everyone? Or more to the point, like lots of us just like get frustrated and then go back and retype it and we're annoyed in the moment or we're annoyed when we talk about it now, but it's not like any of us go through and document all of the errors to 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 like show people like look this is the hundred times it messed up right because that would be even more time consuming exactly yeah i don't know i'd like them to fix it do either do either of you have autocorrect turned on on your mac yes i do, I do. leave it on on the mac yeah really i, I run into God. problems with it there too i can't stand it on the i mean i can't even <laughs> i don't run into trouble on the mac because if it's annoying me i can just hit escape and it goes away which i don't have the equivalent of on the yeah phone. that on the is f- helpful but Every once in a while, if I jump around in words, it'll try to autocomplete a word into what it thinks I was going for, um, and I'll end up with something slightly wacky. That just happened to me today as I was typing something in, like, BB Edit or something. It, like, started autocomplete I have, something. I have a, a text edit. Nope. I have a text expander shortcut and an iOS um, autocorrect shortcut, keyboard expansion shortcut, so that if I type three, the number three, and then an M next to it, it expands to my street address, which we'll pretend for the purpose of this conversation is three Moltz Road. And uh, it turns out 
as the company that I work for has gotten more successful, I need to write the number 3 million more often, <laughs> which I typically abbreviate a, as 3M. And it's on all my devices. Humble, humble brag. Yeah, right, yeah. right. As exactly. my salary has gone up, I have to write the word yes, 3 now million. Now that I get paid $3 million a week. Um, but it's it's hilarious to me how many times I want the 3M to expand to my address, so I am pleased with what it's doing. Many other times, I do not... <laughs> And I uh, I cannot solve this problem. So I'm I just will say that, that at long last, it seems like they did. Nope, I'm going to lie about that. I was going to say it felt like they had fixed the shortcut syncing problem, but I just right. went Gruber to my shortcuts. They fixed it. I just went to my shortcuts, and they're all back. All the ones I got rid of. <laughs> so nope, <laughs> never mind. Hmm. That's so fucking dumb. <laughs> Why is that not fixed? Mine are, mine are in sync but, and, and are the ones that I want, but I'm I haven't, I haven't touched them out, in quite some I time. I somehow still have two. Mine look good. Okay. Maybe I need to go through and remove them on other Macs. I still don't you know. Just, just remove them one more time on any device, even this device that you're looking at, and then it'll be okay. good. Okay. I'm still need one more cleanup. hugely amused that I have two shortcuts for oh, the I same I used to have thing. those, the W-O-M-W. I had those for so long with the exclamation point without. I had that for so long. It's really That's dumb. actually literally what I went to check for just now. <laughs> All right. I'm removing a lot of these. What I love about my list is um, just, ooh, Mike Isaac from the New York Times just retweeted my iOS 12 autocorrecting joke. So now I'm going to go crazy. Um, I have that one. <laughs> I have I have LF that expands to Lex, Lex Friedman, Friedman, which yes. I put in as a test at some point, which means every time I type if, it's like, do you mean Lex Friedman? I'm like, no, do not mean Lex Friedman. <laughs> but my list is um, just the, what they autocorrect to includes, for example, fucking, I don't know, <laughs> let me know, let you know, on my way, Squarespace. You can tell what I do for a living. And then it's also <laughs> filled with... Um, Things that autocorrect sometimes corrects wrongly or ignores. So, like, I have Lex as a shortcut for Lex because my phone often wants to autocorrect Lex mm. to Alex. <laughs> I get Alex all the time from people who manually type because that's you know, shift yeah. L E X and then it autocorrects it for them. It happens to Jason Snell a lot. It autocorrects it to Alex because it assumes that he hit the shift by accident. It's great. Um, and I have ST for the word at because it was my phone kept ignoring ST and thinking that I wanted it like that on purpose, which I never did. I never need to write lowercase ST. So now it autocorrects to at. This might be an, is better. I think this one is a holdover from a long time ago, but I have a debate to, uh, to change to update because I frequently mm. use to mistype and say udpate but i think autocorrect will catch that on its own these days i also still have a few emojis that i can type out as words and it converts into emojis i wonder if part of the reason this didn't update for everything is because i still have a mac on sierra i don't know it should be a behind the scenes thing i would think but it, well did you look behind the scenes <laughs> uh i there was just a man behind the curtain he told me to pay no attention to him <laughs> How often? Uh, I'm going back 18 topics. How often does your Harmony Hub work? Would you say it works 100 percent of the time? Yeah, 100 percent of the time. Well, all right. I'll, uh, 90, I have Face ID level success. Plus. 95 plus. Face ID is to Dan oh. Warren as Harmony Hub is to Lex Friedman. Just putting that out there. So what what run what do you run into a problem with that? Like what what happens or what doesn't? Happen? Sometimes I tell the Echo to turn on the TV, and it'll think and it'll think and it'll think and it'll think. And it'll be like, mm, yeah, I can't find anything called TV, and then you just say it again, and it's like, okay. <laughs> It's very weird. I will almost I've run into that with other things, but I've never I really don't run into that with the Harmony Hub. Uh are you still you're using the skill and not the uh like an IFTT workaround or something, right? Correct. Yeah. Um, Nothing but skill. You might try just yeah, that's one of those things where I would just try setting it up again, frankly, but like Yeah, I just might. Uh I the p- biggest problem I run into it with every once in a while is like 
I'll notice it's like, oh man, it feels like it stopped responding or something's happening. And it's always because the hub has gotten pushed back further into the entertainment center. So the IR blaster can't get, the signals don't get out of like the little shelf that it's on. Like I have to pull mine forward. Like it overhangs the front like edge of the shelf by like, you know, half an inch or something like that. Just, just far enough that it can like send those IR signals because if it gets pushed back like into the entertainment center, it apparently like there's a lot of lot of lots of the it can't get out it can't like reach the can't send its little IR blasts um but that's pretty much the only problem i run into with it otherwise it works great i really love that you can you can pause and play stuff on it with your voice love that yeah it's great i invariably use that when i'm like like coming back in from the kitchen with like holding like my lunch or something and i just tell it to start playing whatever it was playing it's great really big fan of that i wonder if you can do it with my tivo I haven't ever tried that. Now I have to try. No, oh, works with the Apple TV. Quite good. How about Roku? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. I do not know. I have a pick. Oh, it, it's your pick. Time I only picks? have two minutes left, so pick Time quick. For picks. Um, it's uh, it's, and I'm trying to trying to give credit to the person who pointed this out to me, and I think it's from the Slack, but um, I can't find it right now. So anyway, I apologize to who, whoever it was that suggested it, but it's called Inside. Oh, um, the game. It's a game. Yeah, it's a game it. for yeah, and it's and it's great on the Apple TV. Particularly, well, I think only if you have a a, um, a game uh, controller. Yeah, yeah. I played it on the Xbox uh, a year or so ago. We did an incomparable episode about it. It's really good. Oh, it's a good. It's game. great. Yeah, and it's the same people that made um, Limbo, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. And and so it's, it's similar to Limbo, but I like it more. It's pretty fast. I mean, you only play. I think it's probably a few hours. Like. It's something not, like not probably something. I'm not. Game. I'm not to the end yet because I haven't like I haven't plowed through it. But yeah, I won't. I won't say anything. But it's it's pretty fantastic, and it just keeps getting better. Yeah, um, that's that is one of the best. It's games super I've, weird. Yeah, it is super weird. It's <laughs> but, a game that I played like one of the best games I played either this year or last year. Whenever I played, it. yeah, yeah. But the person who suggested also, you know, said that uh, he was playing it with his kid, and um, uh, that I have found that that has been our experience as well. That we sit sit there and like, okay, now how do we get around? The, what do we do here? So that's pretty cool. That's good. Lex, you got cool. a pick? Um, no. Great. <laughs> I'm playing all the same games I talked about the last time we did picks, which is specifically um, flip flop, solitaire, and balls. <laughs> that's oh, and <laughs> HQ. Those are the three things I play pretty much every single day. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Do have we, any game do we picks. want to talk about HQ? <laughs> I don't think we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe I'll just slip that in the show notes then. 